Thanks for joining us here at Variety Show for the Soul. I'm your host, Jamie D. from Human Soundcheck. This podcast is focused on all things healing. We cover different healing arts, meet those who work in the field, and you'll gain something you can take into your daily lives for your own well-being. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome. Here with me today is the multifaceted Jessica Tanzel. Her business name is Jessica Tanzel Medium. She's a psychic medium, spiritual teacher, healer, and an intuitive witch. Jessica does one-on-one sessions to help others use their magic, develop their intuition, and feel aligned with their soul purpose. Some of her favorite work is offering healing and connection through ceremonies and spiritual retreats. So glad to have you on the podcast, Jessica. Thanks so much for being here today. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited too. So let's talk about your approach to your work. Can you tell us about your unique intuition and what encompasses being an intuitive witch? I love that we are having this conversation. It's so wild. So in my work, I consider myself an intuitive witch and I work a lot with energy and in my healing I work a lot with energy and I feel like as a witch we have ways to use our magic to manipulate energy and you can do it in a very positive manifesting way but also our intuition is what gives us messages and it's how we connect to spirit whether it be through mediumship or whether it be just for the messages that we need. Oh, I love that. So when did you realize that you had spiritual gifts and how did you navigate through learning to use them? So I actually had a very significant experience that brought me into awareness of my gifts. I was actually taking a shower and I had this random thought pop in my head and I heard, Jessica, tell your mom I love her and I'm sorry I wasn't there for her. And I was like, That's a really weird way to think to yourself. Was it your voice or was it another voice? It was my inner voice, what sounded like it, but it was actually my mom's cousin, Mark. (laughs) And so I called her and I was like, hey, this happened. And she said, Jessica, I got that message five years ago. And I thought it was from my brother. And I was like, no, I know for sure it was from Mark. And I had some really negative experiences that scared me at that time that were my guides trying to awaken me. So I really was scared to connect and I didn't know where to connect. I didn't know where to learn, although I I have always been interested in that ability. That same day I realized that I had probably been doing that in my entire life, the way that thought comes in. because. How we all use our intuition is different, but I have, I do use my clairaudience, Mm -hmm. which is where I get the hearing or the clairvoyance where I'm getting pictures and I do a lot of clairsentience where I'm getting the feelings. And of course there's claircognizance Uh for the knowing. So I'm using them all (laughs) and there's so many more. And so I, I teach that and, and I, I say that because not everybody is aware of how their intuition is coming in. Mm -hmm. And so I get all of it and I realized, oh, that's been happening my whole life, but it was probably Five years later until I started really developing it. After that message, my mom passed tragically eight months later. So it was like perfect timing for her. And I started to really become aware of sensing spirit around me. Even though I didn't know what to do, I knew my grandfather that I'd never met was beside my bed. And I could picture him. And I knew somebody else in my life that was significant was there. And I knew when like a dog was going to pass and I kind of shocked myself, you know? So there were things that were happening and about a year after my dad passed, I decided 
I was going to connect with a psychic friend of ours and you know how things don't align and it doesn't work and you Uh don't even get in contact and came across my Facebook feed was a friend of mine from childhood that we grew up together and she was a medium. So I went and saw her and we sat and we talked and she was like, you're a medium. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) Because of my first experience. And from there, I studied locally to understand my gifts um, with mentors here I went to New York and studied in Lilydale with several mediums there. And then I went to Arthur Finley in England to work with mediums across the world to understand my gifts. And I feel so blessed to have had so many mentors and still work with mentors to develop my gifts. And I feel like that's important that we're constantly developing, developing, trying at least. So how many years ago was that, that you had the experience when you were in the shower from your mom's cousin? Till now. Till now? Yeah. How, how long has it been? So 2009 was when I had that oh, wow. experience with my mom. Wow. She passed tragically the next year. Wow. And then it was 2015 when I started working with mentors. Oh. And into 2016. And then really from there, I felt so guided. I'm a dental hygienist by trade. Really? That is my full-time oh, wow. gig. And I haven't done it for over a year now. Wow. I'm doing this full-time. but. You know, I would have never thought, I'm going to leave dental hygiene, I'm going to be a second medium. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. So what types of readings do you do? Do you separate the mediumship and just do tarot and or spiritual readings? To ha- where, what's your approach on that stuff? I really feel like the majority of my readings are a combination of the psychic skills, the mediumship skills, and the energy work even, because I feel like in my work, what I do, my healing energy is always flowing. So whether we're sitting and having a spiritual coaching, whether we're doing mediumship, the psychic skills come in. And if I'm doing psychic, mediumship will come in if they want to come in. Wow. So I do, if people are looking, like they'll ask, what do I schedule? I'm like, just schedule a spiritual session because from there spirit will guide me on what you're needed. So they're often a combination, but I do have them separated on my website so you can see what they each are. Uh And I do do energy healing sessions and I also offer, um, past life regression. Oh, neat. That's wonderful. Um, have you, have you ever met someone with just so many past lives? It's just crazy. Like, you're like, whoa, I mean, there's so many. (laughs) So as far as that goes, I have not been given, like, they have this many lives. Although I have seen in some friends' Akashic Records readings Mm -hmm. when it will flow through and they're like, a life 100,101. And I'm like, what? Wow. So I don't know that number. However, I have seen some pretty cool past lives. Wow. And and I'm always, I will keep privacy. And there's this great one that I saw (laughs) and I was with this person I'd never met her before and we get into the second lifetime and it's really a meditation Mm -hmm. you know and so I'm guiding you through but you're also communicating with me and all of a sudden she's like I'm married to a famous boxer we're in a car and we're driving down this parade in DC and then I switch the scene and I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden she goes, the country's gone to shit. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to keep it in. I'm like, this is good. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, come on, bring, bring it, on. it on. Let me hear more. I was like, well, tell me what you see. And I can see the living room and the TV. She says, Kennedy just got shot. And I was like, Whoa. you 
can't make this shit up. Oh my God. I love past life work. And sometimes it'll pop me into this lifetime. If we've got trauma there that really needs it more than past life, it happens. Yeah. And then is it easier for someone once they've done a past life regression to kind of face the, the current trauma? If it's connected. Yes, actually, it was so funny because Spirit said, if they recognize it. Because sometimes they're not able to hear it or see it or recognize it. Uh And a lot of people come in just for fun. Yeah, and they don't know, they don't know the severity kind of like, they're like, okay, yeah, and then they, then they, then they cry. They're like, oh my God, I did not expect this, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It's like, well, you're here. What what were you expecting? Like, you came for healing or (laughs) it's kind of what I do. (laughs) It's always wild. Uh, So I want to ask about the retreats I mentioned when I introduced you. So what kind of retreats do you offer? And what are you doing? Though? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited and also so nervous to talk about this. Wow. So I lead spiritual retreats. and I love it. In these retreats, we meet in ceremony on two evenings. Usually you can do one night, but usually we'll recommend two nights. And we'll gather in a cabin. Cabin? In a cabin oh. with a fire pit. You know, that's a big important thing. We're like, does it have a fire pit? Okay, so... um gather in a cabin. Typically it is all women. We do have people in the community that lead co-ed and men's groups also. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will typically gather women and we'll sit in circle on Friday and Saturday night. I do bring in a medicine person who will bring in the plant yeah, medicine wow. to allow us to take down our guard and connect with our higher selves through ceremony with a very specific intention in a very safe, sacred space. Mm-hmm. And then around 10 to 11, we come around and feed you this high-vibe food oh, to yeah. really feed your system, fuel you, and then we tuck you into bed. <laughs> and then we'll get up in the morning and we'll have breakfast and we'll get everybody kind of up and moving and we'll circle and we'll share what we experience. Oh, oh, so you wait for the morning to kind of have that like share the space so people can digest it overnight and then totally and we'll open together we always open together and share in that first circle I feel like opening and sharing even if it's just your name and I'm I'm glad to be here or scared (laughs) to be here or I don't know what's happening I've heard it all (laughs) um so we'll circle do our own thing and also it might be together and I'll talk about that in a second but it Mm -hmm. might be together you might do your separate thing but we'll circle and share in the morning because even when we tuck you into bed, usually, you know, the astral travel in your dreams, you're still got spirit in your system mm-hmm. and it's still working. So it's good to give it that time to, to also, in. yeah, have mm-hmm. its rest or travel if it needs to and, yes. and come in and, and rest. It's, there's so many levels. Because on Saturday, I'll pamper you or you have downtime. <laughs> My favorite thing to do is the yoni steam where you have plant medicine <laughs> yeah. that goes in through uh-huh. through the vagina. And then it goes right into the bloodstream. So, mm-hmm. And that is, you know, uh, we have people who forage that locally. Yeah. Dixie, you know, mm-hmm. like that, yeah. make that. So Michelle, I had Michelle Gantner on here and she was talking about, oh, yeah. her, she does yoni stuff too. Yes, I love it. So I'll have that in this next retreat we, I've brought in a massage therapist so things to pamper because really my favorite thing about being in ceremony is 
I want you to ask me for what you need. If I can get you a blanket, if I can rub your back, Aww. if I can, you know, grab your water bottle, I hope you ask me. Aww, so it's funny. about really letting women let their guard down and just be and feel some bliss and also work through healing. So the two nights and then we'll leave. But really that retreat, 50% of that healing work is happening that night. 45% yeah. is dropping back in for four to six more weeks. Wow. And then the other 5% is dropping in for a lifetime because you've just opened your channel yeah. to a new spirit uh-huh. that's very much alive in our world. It just can't express itself like we can. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. So how often do you have the retreats or hold them? Every two to three months. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so the next retreat is May 21st to the 23rd. We do hold the Thursday before for sometimes uh, private or couples that want to come join. So that's also available. And then the next one is July 9th through the 11th. Okay. And so does the cabin location vary every time? Or do you have like, is it in Kentucky? Is it in Indiana? Or I'm sure it's like around here somewhere. (laughs) Yes. So we often go to Red River Gorge. And there's... Um, a shaman friend of ours owns land and, and there, and wow. it's so sacred. And also it varies. We go different places wherever spirit leads me yeah. to, we go. Uh, <laughs> so um, how about the ceremonies? I, I also mentioned those when I introduced you. How often do you have them? Do they line up with the moon cycles and the mm-hmm. seasons? And how do you run them? And how do people participate? I love leading ceremony. I just love <laughs> gathering people. Oh, and that's, that's something so that spirit told me. I was talking to someone someday and I was like, actually, I'm a gatherer. And I was like, I did not say that. <laughs> that is not what I would have said. Aww. So, but it has been that with gathering circle. And I feel that people are really craving that connection in a safe way right now and needing that spiritual connection. So can you, can you talk about, um, I don't think anyone on here has ever explained circle for the listeners. Oh, thank you. Like, yes. What, what, how, what does that entail? Like all, it's a lot that goes on. The word circle means a lot. It does. So thank you for asking that because I don't realize how often I say that. So circle a lot of for me. Yeah. Okay. Say it. I mean, okay, good. Circle for me is gathering the community in my community. It's the spiritual community mm-hmm. and it's, building that community, being connected in that circle, a circle in, in being a witch, a circle Mm -hmm. represents one encircled in not different units. So we gather and I really like for us to be in a circle Mm -hmm. to share who we are and we're sharing our energy and we're, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about us together. And what do you need and what can you reflect in and how can we support each other in our energy? So it's a place for sharing not only of your energy, but also yourself. You, you can, you know, say what's going on, what's on your mind. Um, and then a place to also listen and, and hold others. Totally. So a very sacred, safe place is what a circle should be, is okay. what I feel like it should be. Yes. Makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you. back to ceremonies. Okay, back cool. to ceremonies. <laughs> um, ceremonies. So I do lead a full moon ceremony every month. I also will be leading new moon ceremonies and also around the seasons. Mm-hmm. So Beltane is coming up May 1st and we're going to celebrate the peak of sexuality and fertility and spring, like all of those things. Yep. And 
I'm going to lead it in a cacao ceremony. So I oh, do. Oh, wonderful. Yes. I've recently started working with cacao and becoming familiar with cacao and just the value that it brings and opening us up to our soul purpose. So it will be very intentional on the moon cycles and very intentional on the uh, seasonal cycles too in my ceremonies. And ceremonies are different wherever you go. So mm -hmm. my ceremony is very different from other wonderful ceremonies that I know around town that uh -huh. I love the practitioners. In mine, we will sit in our circle, we will share and then we will have sound healing. We will have music playing. I offer the Reiki energy healing while we're in circle. Mm. And then I'll play my drum and I'll play my sound ball. So I really go with what spirit has guided. The energy becomes very intense and it also varies on who's there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody kind of brings their own um, flavor to the yeah. to the soup, <laughs> to, the, to the circle soup. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. The... The way you open it, so do you pair do you pair things up or do you segment things so you'll start it like with like a meditation and then bring in some sound healing and then I'm sure it's not just all cacophony. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's just planned out. Yeah, absolutely. So I set up a beautiful altar oh. and let people settle into their space because I feel like where they sit is where they're guided. I will open typically now... Um, my moon ceremony coming up, we won't be using cacao, but when we open up with cacao, we will sit with it, hold it, breathe with it first, just holding it before we even sip it mm -hmm. to feel the energy of it. And then as we're sipping it, we're going to share in a circle Oh, and we're going to yeah. share, here's why I'm here. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for this specific intention. And it is, you're really putting your energy, you're holding the cacao, you're feeling its energy, you're feeling the energy of the group. And you're setting intention. It's very intentional when I'm sitting in ceremony. And it's very important for us to be open-minded to right. what might come. So once we sip, we'll do a meditation. And I'll guide you in. I'll do breath work mm -hmm. as well. I'll probably do the breath work before the meditation. Yeah. So we'll do that breath work, which helps it yeah, gets, bring it get in. Get people yeah, ready yeah. and already like get, get that oxygen in there and, and get your brain kind of ready for the meditation. That's awesome. Yeah. Good idea. And I like to do the chanting too. I love yeah. to bring oh, chanting in and then the guided meditation. And then I'll have the sound bowls and the drum. And then spirits guided me for some good music to like bring the energy, bring us back into our body to kind of... Yeah. Even if it's just a little wiggle back in to bring us grounded before we share again. Uh -huh. That way we come back into our body because what the cacao will do is it will ground you. It's very earthy, yeah. but it allows your spirit to travel to the thing you wanted to see, to notice. Oh, so I you're working in tandem with cacao. You know, I, I, went in, I went to, I was in, I went to Bruges. For a day, and I got I got stranded because the, there was a train strike. But that's a whole other wow. story. But I went to there is a, a cacao museum because in Belgium it's a big thing to you know chocolate is kind of like their thing, Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I went to this museum, and a lot of it had to do with the history, and and, and they really honored like the ancients and how the ancients used cacao. And I found that fascinating, how they really, truly honored that. And I was like, oh, Europeans like care. <laughs> That's pretty neat. 
in the cacao world, it feels like the history is so honored and there are so many different places that it comes from. Yes, I know. I, I've heard a lot about Guatemalan as well, which is what I will be working with. Oh, good. And cool. there are different traditions and you'll even find that each cacao ceremony is different. Yeah, so I bet. So it's really powerful. Aww. Yes. So it's, I feel like in, in cacao, it is an important thing to know. When is your cacao ceremony? Oh my gosh, it's May 1st. Oh, in May. Oh, so that's the May one. Okay, it's great. May 1st. Oh my gosh. And there'll be small groups right now, you know, just to keep it intimate, but it will, you know. So the cacao ceremony is May 1st, and I'm very excited. It will be three hours, so we'll start around 6.30. I will make the cacao drink right there for you, kind of check in as I hand it to you to see how, you know, where you are. And then we'll sit in the circle and we'll start our process. Great. And so it's three hours long, roughly. And is it indoors, outdoors? What What's the... There will be a part outdoors at some point, but most of that will be relaxed indoors. Okay. And is, is it always at a different location? Actually, it will be typically at my office in the Highlands. Oh. And I also co-own Healing Within Louisville in Linden, and sometimes I lead circles there. Oh, cool. So. Yes, I noticed on your uh, on your Facebook or Instagram that you have recently kind of opened up a new space. Is that right? Yes. Is that the Linden space? So the Linden space has been open for quite a while now. I, oh. I don't even remember the first date. <laughs> Actually, I believe it was 2018 uh-huh. now that Katie Gangler and I... Um, We opened Healing Within Louisville, which is a collaborative healing center. So we've got several healers there. She's a licensed therapist. We've got healers, neurofeedback, massage therapy, so many different practitioners there. And so that is actually expanding also. We're looking for other practitioners to expand into a location, another location. So we'll have a couple of locations because we really, with that, want to gather healers and practitioners of the holistic sort. Yes. It's good. Good. (laughs) And and then you've got access to a community room through Healing Within. So there's so much that we want to do with that. This office in the Highlands is mine with a dear friend of mine that is an energy worker, and I am excited to literally be across the street from where I grew up. That is so cool. I can't I can't believe it. I've been eyeing the home that I grew up in. Like, oh, it's a duplex. I could have business here uh-huh. and live up here, and then we get this space across the street, <laughs> and it just felt so good. Uh, where yeah. is it? What's? I'm on the corner of Bardstown Road and Eastern Parkway. Oh, yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. So on the corner... I am caddy corner to Qdoba. Oh, so what kind of courses do you offer? So right now, in May, my mediumship for the intuitive course is coming out. I'm so excited. I'm currently recording that. Oh, good. So it's an online course. It will be an online course. Okay. So that is my... That is coming in May, and I have a couple people signed up. So, So the mediumship course... It's a four-week course. It's going to have many different levels during the week, and it will have not only how to communicate with spirit, but how your intuition is coming in, how they're communicating with you specifically, and also how to do private readings, how to do group readings, the ethics behind it, really Mm -hmm. having the integrity and serving spirit, but also we're going to talk about how to communicate with pets and trance mediumship and also... um, Remote viewing and oh, yeah. forensics because 
I have a history with that. Do you? I'm very familiar with that. And it's, it's big work. It's not the work that I do, but it's in my history. So I'm familiar with it. And some people are really called to that. So it's a lot of fun. So I'm excited for that course. I also am bringing forward the intuitive witch course, which will really tap into your psychic ability, how to use your intuition, more about psychic art and spirit art, different levels of that. And then I'll have moon magic and rituals. So a couple more coming, but the mediumship for the intuitive is the current one. That's the first. It'll be the first one. Yes. So the mediumship will be your first online course. And then, then you've got the others too. The intuitive, which one sounds really cool. So when, um, the intuitive witch stuff, the art involved. So is it just kind of all the, like, combining elements and intuition and kind of bringing that all in together and then giving uh, yourself the space to, do, like, have ritual for you? Is it more solitary? Yeah. Yes, definitely. But you will also have the ability in that class to tune into different, yes, the elements, um, the earth, also spirit on different levels, you know, in the mediumship course, I really will go into spirit guides a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about that in the intuitive witch too, but there are so many masters, teachers, oh, deities, gosh. guides like yeah. that I honor. <laughs> so I really feel with the intuitive witch, it's opening up many different mindsets for who you feel like you get your support from. And it might just be that you're calling to the universe. So it will call in all of that. We will talk about candles and herbs and how to set really positive spells. But a lot of what we're doing is we're using our energy in our magic. And that is really what I speak to is because you don't have to have the herbs. And no. that is what an intuitive witch is, know. is knowing that your mindset yep. sets it all in intention. Intention. That's intention. it. Like I preach intention. Like I, yes. I think every single episode of every podcast so far, I've been harping. I, it comes up at least once. If, if I'm just hosting it by myself, I talk about it every time, but it is so important. Intention is like key. There's so much that your thoughts can do and I know we're yes. gonna talk about that soon so yeah. oh, so much that is yes yeah, so much oh it's kind of going right in there um your takeaway for the listeners today is to teach about tapping into our emotions and intuition so what would you like us to know and how can we get into the practice our intuition is with us all the time and our emotions often are a signal for our body that something is happening And our bodies are also, not just our emotions, but our bodies are signals that something is not aligned or, hey, there's excitement here. And so your emotions will help lead your intuition. So as we work through our healing to really tune into our bodies and how it's feeling, our emotions and why we're experiencing things, it helps guide us in our lives so that we're really enjoying our lives, being more in the present moment and not so much worried about what's coming or not releasing the past. And a lot of the healing work that spirit really guided me to talk about today was really allowing us to tap into our emotions because often we're emotional and we might react because we're frustrated about one thing, but usually there's something a little bit deeper. Yeah. That's, that's pushing that one emotion up. Yes. And we notice that we're like, ooh, I didn't like the way I reacted there. And and so when we notice those things about ourselves, it's being 
it's being aware of that and asking ourselves, where did that stem from and where can I dig deeper? And what I guide people to do when they're doing their own, this is kind of what people would call shadow work sometimes. Okay. It's digging deep into the sometimes childhood stuff or past relationships to go ahead and get it out to heal it so that you can learn to react in those situations and not have that trigger anymore. There are some things in our life that are deep, deep, deep wounds. And there's some that are like on the surface and you're like that one time that I had this interaction with Joey, I don't like that. (laughs) And what I call this is like, it's your time travel. This is your time travel. You're going back to this memory and you're going to go relive it in your mind and you're writing down what happened. You can do it in your mind. I often I recommend writing because when you write it, so much more comes from this memory. Yes, I know. And it's like spirit is telling you more and you're getting more. And then writing down, I feel this. I f- it, whether it's an exciting memory or it's a memory that we need to get up and heal, I felt this. I experienced this. And I released that I felt this. I released that I was unsafe. I released that I felt dismissed, whatever it is. And then we call in with our magic. I am loved. I am complete. I am perfect how I am. I am nurtured. So regardless of if you felt it really, then you're like, I'm actually releasing that bullshit or I'm releasing the crap and I'm calling in the love there. I'm Jessica as an adult is going to go back to little Jessica and be like, wait, let me repaint this picture and get it out. Some memories are one and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of those deeper ones, you need a coach, a therapist, um, a spiritual guide to help you work through those, whatever it is for you. Like, I, I do honor that. I want it to be where it fits for you. Yeah. You know, it's not always me. Sometimes I'll refer. Yeah. But working you through some of these deeper things to bring them up so that you can be in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Because when we're, we have that memory that we replay a thousand times, if we would work through it a couple of times, it might take us 10 times, yeah. but it allows us to build it to be such a safe place that when it comes up, it's like, I made it through that. Yeah. And, and I'm on the other side. I'm on the other yeah. side and I'm present in my life. And that's what it is. It's like honoring ourselves through our emotions, honoring our intuition. And sometimes our emotions are telling us we're not aligned. There's that resistance or I'm always mad or I'm always frustrated because we there's a change that needs to happen. And we're either, one, haven't recognized it, or we're not willing to recognize it. So it's learning what your emotions mean to you because we're so focused on, well, how's Jamie doing? What's she need? Yeah. Yes, yeah, true. And, and then you just kind of tamp down, tamp down. You don't want to face whatever's going on. How do people, um, what do you recommend when someone, they have an emotion bubble up and they're like, I don't know why I feel this way. And what do you recommend to find uh, why it is that you have a trigger if, if, they, if they're just trying to do this on their own? On that note, that, that came up as two different ways for me. That's, that's So I'm taking a second to sit with that because the, when I first heard you say it, my <laughs> intuition was thinking about it coming up suddenly and being connected to other people's energy and not knowing why I'm feeling it. So on that mm-hmm. note, energetically as a witch, I would say, ask yourself first, is this mine or is this someone else's? Okay. And then, uh, and then if it is yours, then ask yourself through your heart space where you're like breathing into your heart and you're like, okay, spirit, why am I feeling this? This is where your intuition comes in handy. No matter how, what clairs you're using, 
you're asking your body to help you and give you that message. If you're unable to understand it, if you're having trouble and it's not going away, that's the time to reach out to somebody uh-huh. and make sure you're supported. But asking your body often, a great way to do this every day is working through a meditation that will work you through your chakras. So you yep. can just see what's going on in each of your chakras, your energy systems for the body. And that is a great way to kind of tune in daily so that you are more tuned in when you're surprised or triggered. Mm-hmm. And then also breath work. All of my clients, I, I incorporate breath work into pretty much every session. If not the first one, maybe, but any, any subsequent, any follow-ups. And uh, yeah, there's a book called The Energy Codes that I, I've come across. I don't know if you've seen it or read it. It's it's amazing. Okay, Some I'm of her techniques are amazing. Cool, because I love adding breath work in. Yeah, her, her breath work's powerful. I mean, central channel kind of stuff. And, <gasps> and a lot of, you might like it because she she squeezes some uh, very crucial points along the channel, wow. starting with like yeah. the Kegel, right? Like the Mula Banda or whatever. And, and so you, and then up to the third eye. So you have four anchor points where you're squeezing you're holding, you're yes. hugging yourself. You're literally hugging your inside, like your, yourself on yes. the inside. And then you're taking up from earth and then you're bringing in from spirit oh, or, or source. That. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. check that out. Check it out. It's right at my alley. Dr. Sue Mortar. Okay. Plug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just love all the topics we covered here today, Jessica. Thank you so much. It's been such a joy. Oh, thank you. Um, so listeners, Jessica's website is www.thejessicatanzel.com and that's T-A-N-S-E-L-L-E and you can reach her via email at jessica at thejessicatanzel.com and this was very cool. I will share links and all these kind of things as much as I can share. I will in the show notes. So I can't thank you enough, Jessica. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Human Soundcheck, my method of sound healing tuning fork therapy. Learn more at humansoundcheck.com. Don't forget to follow Variety Show for the Soul on Instagram at VS for the Soul. Until next time.